Howdy. This is, oh, you killed me. <laughs> Same exact thing. Again, we just talked about how I can't have a silence. You just can't. All right. What, what, what was so important that you had to say something? I don't even remember. Howdy, it's Saturday, June 16th, 2018, and this is episode 73 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? My Washington Capitals are good. They won the Stanley uh-huh. Cup. That's pretty That's... cool. So, I, I never really, you know, I think we've talked about how I'm not the biggest hockey fan in the world. So, is it normal that just they just go around for weeks afterwards, getting drunk everywhere with the cup, and just making a spectacle of themselves. I don't, I think mostly the, that kind of celebrating is done in like, you know, VIP rooms and in private. So it was (laughs) unique. It certainly has not been in Washington, Uh, but very, very public how drunk and disorderly all of the capitals have been for the last two weeks or whatever. Uh, But I, I do have to admit, typically I am not watching other teams celebrations because i don't care to follow it well i don't care to follow it either but it was unavoidable if you read the washington post which i do yeah it was all over it deservedly so (laughs) sometimes you just got to do a keg stand out of the stanley cup yeah yeah you got and they did (laughs) all right so um I guess we have a few things we need to talk about today. Um, I guess we should finalize some plans for 628, our first of two trips basically coming up to Atlantic City in the next month. Um, I see you have the question, when and where are we meeting people on 628 in the agenda? I personally don't know. So what do you have in mind, Craig? Well, last episode we talked about, you know, night-ish. Piccolilly or something. Yeah, Yeah, at Piccolilly. Uh Eric has said that he is actually, I think, going to get there earlier. But I would still vote for, you know, evening six, seven, eight, sometime in that range. Uh, but so we were skeptical last episode that Ocean was going to open. Now it seems very likely that it's going to open in that if you've been following, they've put in out that a bunch of they marketing. now have a scheduled hearing to get a casino license. Yeah, which we'll talk about more, but also they're taking reservations and have entertainment acts and all that stuff. So uh, so we could also just be like, we're going to the casino bar at Ocean. Yeah. Which probably uh, will be less crowded than... Anything at Hard Rock. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm fine with that. I personally thought it was pretty weak to... I mean, I love Piccadilly as much as the next person, but I, I think it should be in one of the two new casinos. So I don't. You were know. the one that I think was anti that more than I was. Yeah, I, I'm not anti it. I was just worried things would be crowded. So I don't know what the bar situation is going to be like at Ocean, but I think we should just say something at Ocean, at like I don't know. What do you think? Six, seven. Yeah, that's fine. I'll be there. Hopefully, unless do you have, do you I'm riding up with Dave. Do you have a time preference? Earlier, later. Midnight. Anytime. 
when are you uh, planning on getting in on 628? I'm, I'm probably going to get there before you, right? Um, Assuming that well, we can talk more people about that. that I'm driving up get to my house on time. Yeah, what if I'm one of those people that you're driving up? Oh, is that, ah. is that a thing that might happen? If, it's, uh, if that's on the table, it appears mm-hmm. that we will now be staying through Saturday. So I'll be uh-huh. starting, my start, starting point will be in Maryland. Minutes from your house. Yeah, minutes. literal minutes in Laurel, Maryland. And I'm going to be getting pretty antsy if others who you might be driving are, are delaying things. Uh, I need to, I'll have to take all of the car seats and everything out of my car, I guess. Oh, that's a good point. Because <laughs> I can hold one and a half people in my car right now. One and a very short person in the passenger seat. Mm. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so do you want to just say six o'clock at Ocean? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Uh, let me make a note of this so I actually remember. And then I'm thinking just like whatever the main casino bar is, but we don't know what the names of any of the bars are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I think that's I think that's a good plan. Ocean. And then we were also going to be up the first weekend of August, right? That's true. August 2nd to the fourth two nights right yeah yep thursday and friday night so we are jointly booked at the in the garden tower on in bally's on august 2nd i have not booked any either of my rooms for that trip but yes you are using my me as a companion to get the garden tower yeah and then the next night i'm in hard rock with my comp to your match with your sweet diamond yeah awesome Right. There was some question of uh, you maybe moving to Ocean for the Thursday night so you can stay in both of the new properties, which would be fine. I would just stay in Garden Man if you did that, and then I'd only find somewhere for myself on Friday night. Yeah, I mean, if I could get a decent rate at Ocean. I I was thinking about doing it for the 28th, but I think, you know, it would be more interesting to do back-to-back nights and really compare. Well, I... I think I mentioned to you before we started, but our buddy Andy actually has booked Ocean on the 28th. Right. So. so we will see the room, presumably. Yes. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, anything else we need to talk about? I mean, I would say, like, what are we planning to do here in 11 days when we go to AC? But I think what we plan to do is walk around Hard Rock, gamble a little bit if we can get on a table, walk around Ocean, gamble a little bit. Presumably we'll be able to get on a table. I have to. Yeah. I'll probably have to buy you a dinner somewhere at Hard Rock. Gonna be great. Or a lunch, or whatever the deal was. A meal. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, how early do you think you're getting out of town on Friday, the 29th? I don't know. You're not eleven or like, twelve in the morning. Okay, but you're. Are you like picking up kids? You have deadlines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. I've got to be back by kid pickup time. Yeah, that's probably better for me. And my marriage. <laughs> yes, I am. I am dropping kids off at daycare on Thursday morning and picking them up on Friday night. Yeah, uh, I was going to do that, except except you're coming back to Maryland now. Yeah, so my kids will be with my parents mm. and my wife in Maryland without me at my. One more house. N- note for all of our listeners: I'd like to proclaim that all of the people going to the big meetup the weekend before our August trip are lame. And I think you're all lame. Uh, Have you heard? There's a large Atlantic City group, I think. Yeah, but... Going the last weekend in July. That wasn't an option for me. 
Did they schedule that before we did? I think they probably did. I, we've had ours on the calendar for a while, but I, I'm not positive. Mm. I think we're just very time constricted on our opportunities yeah. to make it. Right. Yes. Certainly. Uh, like that weekend was just not going to happen for me, period. So. Right. Yeah. Your summer was insane. I think we scheduled that August weekend because it was something like the only weekend you could do this summer, right? It's one of the few. Yeah. My, my summer's nuts. Yeah. Your summer's bonkers. It's pretty stupid. Yes. But still managing to get into AC trips. Yes. Yeah. It'll be good. Two trips and a little more in a month. And we'll be there in 12 days. Yeah. 12 days. There's a countdown on Hard Rock's website, which is nice. Not only nice because it's a countdown to when the Hard Rock is opening, which is important. Countdown to when I win my bet? Much more importantly, it's a countdown to when we'll be in Atlantic City. (laughs) So I'm just looking at it right now. 11 days, 2 hours, and 8 minutes. This is a countdown to midnight. That's pretty close, I think. This is a countdown to midnight on, on Thursday, right? Not to noon when they actually open. Oh, yeah. They it's, need to fix that. It's not it even a countdown be... to midnight. It's a countdown to 12... Oh... Just like 12, 11... No. <laughs> 12, 12, 17 a.m. Okay, Hard Rock. We gotta have a heart-to-heart here. Fix your, fix your clock. You, you've got to... Log into your servers and make sure they're all updating their time appropriately. This is ridiculous. All right. Do you want to dive into some news? Since we've already talked about Hard Rock, let's talk about Hard Rock news. It's a weak transition because we've also already talked about Ocean, but go ahead. What, I'm supposed to do the news now? Yeah. Um, So the first bit of news is that Scores and Robert Steakhouse, which you may remember from the Trump Taj Mahal, will be back at Hard Rock. And that's interesting because Hard Rock filed a lawsuit against those two entities. Um, I think specifically against Scores. Scores, right. Who they desperately did not want in the casino. Yeah, like you're sullying our, our good name. So, I, you know, I don't think Hard Rock's putting out any press releases talking about how great it is that they're going to have scores in this Robert Steakhouse there. But uh, So I'm guessing they lost that suit because scores and, and, and Robert's Steakhouse will be there. So if you're a big fan of the Robert Steakhouse at the old Trump Taj Mahal, um, congratulations. It will be back. If you're a big fan of the boobies, they will also be back. But I think, I think covered in pasties. Is that... Yes, yeah. that is. I, I do believe that is the case. Uh, that's not. It's not the right kind of boobies. Um, are you are you excited? Are you ready to go to scores? I am as excited as I always have been for scores, which is nil. Yes, that, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like when I when I'm in Vegas or AC, like that's just not. I mean, I I never go to anyway, but like that that's just time taken away from other things that i would that i actually came to town to do tiles mostly yeah tiles <laughs> wandering around casinos staring yeah that's at that's lights. really what that that is exactly what you like walking around the slot machines not gambling not doing anything just walking and looking yeah i don't even i don't even need to listen to podcasts if somebody would just make a podcast that was like an hour of 
like whatever the sounds of all the slot machines in a casino are, which I feel like that would drive most people insane. But that just feels amazing to me. Like somebody sell this. I'll buy it. You'll have one customer. Me. <laughs> uh, so I, I guess moving on from that, and I, I do think we talked about this lawsuit however many episodes ago it, it first came up, but uh, both Hard Rock and Ocean have announced their tier matching. So do you want to dive into that, Craig, and let us know what you are going to be matched to at both of those properties? Yeah, so the deal is that Hard Rock is matching, is is upgrading tiers um if you're diamond or i'm not sure what all the other ones are let me see if i can find it here um the big thing at at hard rock is that if you're diamond you actually get upgraded to their uh rock royalty which is their highest tier um so then there's they also have a tier a middle tier that's elite uh their base tier is premier which I think is the same thing that resorts calls their base tier. Uh, so it's interesting because you're actually getting matched all the way up to what is basically like their version of seven stars. And that match gets you two complimentary nights. So, you know, they had originally announced that room rate tier match where if you're a diamond, you got a free night, but with the rock royalty card, you can actually get two nights. I don't know what that means. Like if once I go oh. and get upgraded, will I be able to get two more nights? Yeah. No, or maybe you'll be able to book both the that's, second and third in our August trip. That's possible. I sort of want to gamble on getting two more nights in the future. Somebody tell me that that's stupid. If they, Somebody in the Facebook group tell me if I'm done, dumb for doing that. But uh, you also get $150 of free play, uh, some complimentary tickets to Howie Mandel's Comedy Club, uh, buffet pass so that is if you are oh boy um bunch of hard rock non ac hard rock things if you're m life noir platinum or gold uh seven stars or diamond at caesar's elite or chairman at golden nugget uh red carpet at resorts which is actually resorts highest one um Signature chairman from the old Taj Mahal, black or platinum from Tropicana. So the interesting thing is like gold at Tropicana, which is what they will match diamond to, that will only get you elite at Hard Rock. And so M Life Pearl gets you elite at Hard Rock. Like Pearl you can get like with a credit card. Same thing with TR Platinum, which will get you moved up to elite. And so with elite, you can get one comp night, which is basically like what I got, $50 of bonus free play, complimentary buffet, two tickets to Howie Mandel's Mandel's comedy club. So, you know, just get, if you haven't done any sort of like TR credit card or, or M life credit card or any of that kind of stuff there, this is a pretty decent tier match, um, to get you a free night at, uh, the newest. Well, yeah, we'll call it the newest casino. It'll be the newest for two and a half hours until the ocean opens. Um, but the interesting thing about that is that oceans tier match is they will not match you up to the highest status if you are diamond. But they will if you have the hard rock highest status, right? Right. So they will if you're rock royalty. So you can so you know, put two and two together and, and figure out which order you need to do those things in. 
to be the highest status at both of those properties um, just by having a diamond card, which is pretty cool. Uh, anything to add on tier matching? Are you super excited about, well, I guess about me being tier matched <laughs> to these things? Um, I'm not super, I mean, I don't think it's super interesting. It is kind of weird that Hard Rock is matching MGM Gold and Total Rewards Diamond to their highest tier. I, I think that's a little strange, but I mean, I think they just want to get have positive press to start out and want to get people in the door. So it does make some level of sense. Yeah, I think it goes hand in hand with them being really aggressive about trying to get gamblers. I mean, they, it, this is aggressively going after Total Rewards gamblers, right? I mean, it, it feels... Well, and Borgata. I mean, it feels like significantly going after those two, um, which makes sense. I mean, it's that's over 50% of the casinos in AC to, to go after. But um, Ocean's matching... Uh, Ocean Premier is the club, and their tiers are blue, gold, platinum, and black. Which I are those the same that they had at Revel? It sounds very familiar. Um, but no, o- Ocean was actually one of the tiers at Revel. I think. Oh really? Oh yeah, they had weird ones. Yeah, they were all. It was blue, but it was called Ocean. Um, so it's funny because it says tier match. Importantly, only valid June twenty eighth to September thirtieth. So if you want to get the tier match, you need to get in early. Uh, they'll upgrade to gold, um, gold nugget premier, M life, pearl, Tropicana, copper or gold, um, platinum at Caesars or Epic at resorts. Their platinum, they'll upgrade basically diamond and equivalents. So, you know, golden nugget chairman, M life, gold, uh, resorts, paramount and hard rock elite. And then black, which is their highest level is going to be all the top tier stuff, except like we mentioned, uh, rock royalty, which you can get with diamond, uh, tier matched from diamond. So, uh, kind of interesting. It's a very, theirs feels much more like one-to-one, right? Like level to level. Whereas this hard rocks more aggressive. Um, so kind of interesting there. Uh, I'm excited to upgrade at both and be black tier at ocean. I haven't seen anything from ocean about, you know, guaranteed nights or anything like that. Uh, you know, they have a list of, benefits but you know it's basically the stuff that you'd expect lounge access celebration gift um dedicated marketing executive all that kind of stuff complimentary valet uh so they haven't talked any as far as i've seen they haven't talked about giving out free nights the way hard rock has i I doubt they're going to do it um unless things start out not going well and they feel like they have to but you know we're 11 days out and they haven't announced that. So anything else on tier matching? Um, not really. I mean, I think it, it is interesting to just note that given hard rocks, generous tier match to their highest status. I mean, people who aren't even gamblers can actually get hard rocks, highest status because you can get matched into MGM gold just from, from, uh, Hyatt. Yeah. Or status. you can get founders card into, Diamond. Or you can get Founders Card into Diamond into the Hard Rock highest status. So it is easily possible to not really gamble at all and have highest status at Hard Rock, which at least we know can match into Ocean and probably may match back into higher status at a few other properties. But who knows? We'll have to wait and see on that. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to end up 
making it so that you can't match at other properties. Like other properties are going to say like, no, no, we're not going to match hard rock. Yeah. Rock royalty to anything. Mm -hmm. It's possible. Now that we've outed them, we've ruined it for everyone. (laughs) Um, I don't think anyone who has that power listens to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I I think we're safe. I I think so. I I mentioned last episode or a couple episodes ago, I I do have a trap gold card that I got somewhat recently that unfortunately doesn't match to anything super interesting, but uh, it does not have an expiration date on it, which I don't know how they'll react, but I'll go show it to them at their desks and see what they say. Worst comes to worst. They just say that it doesn't have an expiration date, so they're not going to do anything. It doesn't cost me anything. Right. Yeah, worth a shot. Yeah. Uh, So... Last episode, we were unclear about, well, we were unclear about if Ocean was even going to open, but <laughs> so Hard Rock noon opening. Uh, I hadn't seen the confirmation of that before last episode. This episode, that is correct. Uh, so noon for Hard Rock, 2.30 ribbon cutting for Ocean. Uh, so it seems like you're going to win the bet by two hours and 30 minutes. I don't. I don't see. I don't see how I'm going to win. I don't see any scenario here that leads me to win the bet. Idiot! You can yeah. call in a bomb threat to Hard Rock. <laughs> uh, it's worth being arrested and sent to jail yeah, too for a meal. Win the bet. Yeah. Win the lunch bet or whatever. This is seems like something I should edit out, but won't. <laughs> so th- those are your times. Plan accordingly. You might even be able to do both. I expect a lot of people are going to be. Going to hard Rock. Trying to go to both then, openings. Yeah, and then hopping over to see the ribbon cutting just well, to, maybe, for all the Maybe spectrum. we should zig where they're zagging and try to get to hard rock at 2.30. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but Probably the, not. I think people are just going to be start at hard rock and stay at hard rock is but, my personal. <laughs> but the idea that w- we would both be standing in line and see who gets in first, kind of ruined by the staggered openings. Oh, well. Disappointing. Um Makes sense to not open right at the same time because you don't need like you know. Here's a picture of the hard rock line. Here's a picture of the ocean line. <laughs> Judge people's expectations accordingly. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's probably a little bit of that. Maybe went into the timings, but what else? We mentioned briefly the special hearing and how they needed to get a special hearing, and then. They did scheduled for six twenty June twentieth. Uh, so Which hopefully what, Tuesday, eighteenth, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. So yeah, hopefully Wednesday we'll find out that Ocean has a casino license, and if they don't get it done, the next meeting is July eleventh. So uh, that would be very bad for them. I can't imagine that this would go poorly for Ocean, given. I think what these casino openings mean for the city, but maybe the state does not care about any of that. Any thoughts on getting the special hearing? I, it's hard to imagine unless there's legitimate reasons. It's hard to imagine the state turning them down, just just giving them the Stroud treatment. I mean, certainly if it was 15 years ago when the state was, kind of infamous for doing things like that it would make more sense but i think at this point now they're just yeah kind of take stamping things through uh so one thing we said no no free rooms that we've heard about from ocean they have said free parking all summer what do you think about that cool i I mean i think it makes a lot of sense 
we have been in that parking garage back when it was the Rebel, and it was very empty. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's I mean, a, we've been in that building when it was Rebel, and it was very empty, so... That's, yeah, that's a good point. Um, and, and not only that, I think it's smart, too, because it's not... Like, they don't really have to worry about people just parking there and walking off to do other things, because it's kind of remote from the rest of the stuff that people actually want to do. Well, I mean, you can certainly park there and just go out onto the beach. Sure. I mean, I think that's the big reason that all the other boardwalk properties charge for parking. Um, Maybe. Except that doesn't explain why parking is like $25 at Caesars on a Saturday in February. Uh, But, uh, you know, I think my defense of the charged parking in AC on the boardwalk has always been like, well, you can't just let a bunch of people who are coming down for the day and going to the beach, like park in your garage and not, and like, you know, you run out of spots for your actual gamblers to park. But uh, again, I mean, ocean desperately needs to attract people. And if a big free parking sign gets people to, to stop in there, um, some percentage of those people will go in and gamble. So, you know what the, the big problem is though, Craig, let me hear it. That, getting the extra cars in the garage with free parking, it really puts a damper on things like the ropes course and the mountain biking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think those things are a part of ocean Kyle. I just love that the entire ropes course was built Dude, and then it's... torn down in like six months. Do you think anyone used it? Like somebody had to Ever. at least like someone probably tested, tested it, it. Right. Yeah. But like nobody went and used it for non work purposes. Like, you set up this whole amusement, right? And, it was crazy. And The whole situation yeah. was crazy. But, yeah, it's one of those things. Things that happen. Weird things happen when Glenn's job is involved. Yeah. I mean, but who would think that putting cars in a parking lot's a better use of the space than ropes courses and biking or whatever he wanted to do in there? To be fair... You just mentioned earlier how empty that parking lot was when we went. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll 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 have to see what it's like both uh, next weekend when we're there and in August. Uh, do you want to talk about the oonts? I, I don't. Oh, man, come on. I see the list of people that are going to be at Ocean Opening Weekend, and I've heard of exactly zero of them. You so. haven't heard of Jermaine Dupree? I have not. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um. Anyways, Opening Weekend Entertainment. Is very EDM heavy. Uh, Diplo, Cascade, Jermaine Dupree, who is, I don't think is actually, he was like a 90s rapper, right? Uh, Sunnery James and Ryan Marciano, I've never heard of them. Uh, all of them are at HQ, not just HQ now, it's HQ2 or HQ squared. I don't know how they're saying it. I guess they're like, look, it's new, even though I'm sure everything's exactly the same. Uh, so you don't care about any of these artists? I don't. I had a brief moment where I was really into Cascade. I don't. I, see I know that. the mountain range and the hops, yeah. but yeah, it's spelled different. Not yeah, it's spelled different from both. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have any desire to go to HQ and hear Cascade play. But I mean, Diplo is a big name. That's a very big name. I'll say that. There, that will probably is that EDM. I don't. I. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's EDM. Someone will probably correct me and be like, it's 
techno or something. I like I don't know or like some some other form of EDM. It's, it's not. It's uncy. Yeah, it's uns. It's all uns. Okay. Uh, but I think I mean that's a name that's going to attract the people that they want to attract to to HQ. So good for them. Uh, I think that's it for ocean news. Yeah. Well, there's sort of a joint ocean hard rock <laughs> thing related right. thing. So Little Water is offering free tours and tastings all of opening weekend from the 28th to July 1st. If you were going to receipt for a purchase of any amount from Hard Rock or Ocean. Um, so what kind of things would this include, Craig? I guess everything, anything. Yeah, man. Go buy a pin at the Hard Rock Cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, go buy a bowl of cereal at Cereal Town. It sounds like they're just giving free tours and tastings that weekend and you don't actually have to buy anything. <laughs> that would actually be my guess. Um, yes, it's possible. What I want to know is, is Serial Town going to be open on the 28th? You're going to have to wait and see, Greg. <sighs> it should be a surprise. Um, so also waiting to hear if Topgolf is definitely opening on the 28th, which they've said a long time ago that they were going the to. The real question, Craig, is when are you and Julian going to... That's a good, yeah, it's a good point. Because I think he's he's going to be here. I know. The, the week of the last weekend of July. I know. Yeah, and there's actually like a lot of stuff going on. Like there's big group dinner at uh, the steakhouse in Ocean. I, I'm going to have some serious FOMO July uh, 28th. But oh, you should go. This, I can't, man. We discussed this. <laughs> can't do anything ever. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't understand how your schedule is as full as it is. Especially considering that your wife is off all summer. I know that you are not fully a teacher, but I assume your schedule is a lot more lax in the summer. Maybe I'm assuming wrong. It, my summer is always like we do a bunch of grant related stuff. Nobody needs to hear about this, but like basically everything that we put off while we're like actually doing the mid semester stuff gets pushed to the summer and the summers end up being like totally mm-hmm. insane. So I always think like, oh, summer, it'll be easier. And it's not. Uh, but the main reason is that I scheduled a ton of shit this summer for some reason. So I have like, you know, concert tickets and sporting events and well, two AC trips and a trip to San Francisco and all this other stuff. Anyways, uh, multiple, I think three weddings, four weddings, four, so many weddings, four weddings. Like that makes sense. Like that happened when we were like 25, 10 years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, now again, 34, 35 tons of weddings second, so second weddings no all first weddings i don't know no. i don't know when the last time i was even at a wedding and we have four in the span of like three months june july august october yeah. anyways nobody anyways so go, go go to little water if you want some uh dispilled distilled spirits yeah. So did I did I ever tell you that when I went I tried to go on my trip in March and yeah. they were just closed randomly? I did mention that. All right, we you won't talk about that, that again then. Uh, I mean, it's a good tour. It's good tour. Good good cocktails. Good booze. Yeah, it's uh, their drinks are very boozy. Yes. Yeah. You it will is not get a drunk. light pour. You will get drunk if you buy any of their cocktails. So keep that in mind if you have other yeah. plans for later in the afternoon. Uh, yeah, you will not be making them. You might make them, but you'll be inebriate, inebriated. Inebriated. Great. Easy for me to say. Um, like you and distilled. Yes. Um, although, just, you know, dispelled, kind of, you know. That's what you'll be doing with your drinks after you have too many. Might be dispelling your drinks. 
All right, let's talk about sports betting. So, uh, people want to hear about it's, this? It's happening. That is a thing that is happening. That's the news. It Signed. is happening in the state of New Jersey. Right now, you can go bet on sports right this second, although maybe only for like the next 20 something minutes at Borgata, uh, because who knows? Their sports book closes, you know, at night. At some random time? Random. Every night, it's totally random. Well, uh, they spin I, I a feel wheel like and... it's that way. I mean, I don't know. In Vegas, do they? Does it have like very firm hours? I don't. Not or that I know of, of. I think it's just kind of like I, if I feel like leaves, it's kind of random time. there too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the bill was signed by and New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy on Wednesday, and betting started at Thursday on Thursday at 10 a.m. So this, so this was June 14th at Monmouth Park. The governor made the first sports bet in New Jersey, uh, and then the Borgata opened sports book opened at 11 with a line out the door. And so they will open at 11 every day and they will close based on a manager's decision. So seemingly, you know, once it clears out, I mean, games end generally around the same time every day. So, right. uh, expect it will be sort of in tangent with that. Uh, I guess we should talk about some of the various rules that have <laughs> happened in, right. In the so actual we- bill that got signed. So we talked a bunch about uh, Tillman Fortita and his issues because he is an owner of the Rockets, and it seemed like he was not going to be able to have a book at all when we talked about it a couple weeks ago. But it turns out they are allowing him to take bets and open a book, just not on the NBA as a whole, which is different than what happens in Vegas where he's allowed to take bets on everyone except the Rockets, which I think makes a lot more sense. Yeah, this Especially seems when pretty... You- Harsh. Yeah, it, it seems crazy. Especially when you consider that MGM, which owns a WNBA team, is allowed to take all bets relating to the WNBA, including bets on their own team, which doesn't. Right, and Caesars has some ownership overlap, like somebody who is a owner of like one of the venture capital whatever firms that owns a stake in Caesars, also owns a stake in the 76ers and the New Jersey Devils, they can also take all sports bets. So this this seems like classic New Jersey to me. Oh, it's very New Jersey. Like, the rules are very carved out. It's like, if if the revenue, if you fully own the team, if the revenue is less than, like, 10% of your overall revenue, <laughs> I think, uh, or one, it maybe even lower, it may be 1%. It's, you know, it's... They set some number, basically, it's specifically. specifically so that yeah. MGM could take all bets and Tillman right. Fertitta could not. Yeah, so it's so it's if the team generates less than 1% of the company's total annual revenue, then it's basically like you don't even own the team. So that's, that's MGM's deal. Uh, I'll link to the Wayne Perry article that explains all this stuff in great detail. Um, and then the other thing is that if... The company, if somebody owns less than 10% of the casino company and also owns a portion of a sporting team, then it's not, then it's not considered that the casino company owns the sporting team, which I think that makes sense, right? Like, you know, somebody who's like a shareholder basically in, in a company who also owns a sporting team, like that would be a, a weird rule, but, um, certainly, you know, they knew what they were doing, carving these out. And, and originally the bill had, had been written to exclude the golden nugget in Atlantic city from sports betting. And at the last minute, they changed it to allow them to take bets on everything, but the NBA, um, it's possible that this will change at some point, 
but it does seem odd that uh, just all NBA, you can't bet on that at Golden Nugget. Um, yeah, uh, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it just seems like New Jersey things where they're being punitive on purpose against one company and trying to help other companies. Yeah, I mean, especially since the league already you know knows that this goes on in Vegas and they just exclude Houston. So if the argument's like, well, the right. league, you know, we're trying to do right by the leagues, like the league already deals with this. So it seems kind of odd. Um, although the league, it, the, all the leagues are very mad that they're not getting their integrity fee kickbacks. <laughs> New Jersey did not sign any of that into the legislation, which, you know, I kind of think those integrity, the idea of the integrity fee is a load of horseshit. So. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's totally just give us. Money it makes to shut us no up. no sense why right. the NFL needs to make money to somehow make betting on it more legitimate or more, you know, above the table. I guess. Yeah, I mean, hey, shoot your shot. It's worth a try. <laughs> it, it, it's worth a try. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, so oh, go for it. Can, so Resorts is partnering with DraftKings to run their sports book, which I guess isn't, I mean, it's a huge surprise because as far as I know, DraftKings does not have any experience running a book, but it's not a huge surprise in the sense that Resorts was already partnered with them for their uh, basically fantasy right. thing they did last year, right? I didn't know, I didn't realize that that was DraftKings. Is it related to DraftKings? I just thought it looked like oh. DraftKings and sounded like DraftKings. What, was it not? As far as I know, it is not actually oh. connected, but maybe I'm just totally All right. wrong about that. Then it is a total surprise then, and I'm misinformed. Um, or one of us is misinformed, which should not be a surprise to anyone who listens to the podcast regularly. But uh, yeah, so they, no, I, I haven't seen anything saying when they will have a sports book up and running. Um, they don't have a race book, right? So like they would have to set up. I mean, I guess, you know, Anywhere you can just say, like, the casino cage can now take a sports bet, right? Like, you can just basically say, like, a cashier can now take a sports bet. I think, um, well, some places you can cash a, a winning ticket at, like, the casino cage or even, like, the bars in Vegas. But uh, anyways. Yeah, and it, it looks like you were right. They were totally unrelated. Resorts just happened to have a DraftKings competitor i guess in their casino last year yeah uh which i never played i actually thought the concept was more interesting than DraftKings. like it wasn't mm. just a DraftKings clone it was like you basically were like given two athletes to pick and you were picking which one would do better in sort of fantasy stats than the other one but you couldn't just be like i'm picking mike trout over bryce harper you had to like parlay it with multiple people um because they would give you a list of matchups and you basically like pick how many of them you wanted to play. Uh, so I, I thought that was a cool concept. I never did it. I don't know how successful it is for them, but I still think it's a cool, cool concept, but I'm even less likely to do it now that I can just be like randomly betting on, you know, is the first pitch of the next inning of this game going to be a strike or not? <laughs> <laughs> Prop bets in baseball, the best thing. Yeah. Got to do it, man. Got to get that England style. Uh, in-game betting going. Yeah, yeah. I think once the apps and everything are up, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of revenue flowing in through prop bets. It's right. something we didn't really there, talk about. There will be too much money available for that not to become legal. Yeah, 
Yes. Awesome. That is my prediction. Especially in a state like New Jersey. Oh, yeah. They're taking their money if they can get it. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the about... Meadowlands won't be able to take bets on NFL Sundays when the Giants or Jets are at home, which I kind of feel this way, the same way I feel about the Tillman Fortita thing, which if they wanted to make it so they didn't take bets on the game that was being played there, I don't know if that really makes a ton of sense, but I can kind of see it. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to take nfl bets at all though it's so weird i yeah this is just one of the weirdest rules i i don't i mean i don't understand no like and even even then not taking bets on the giants or the jets doesn't make a lot of sense this is this is totally making a rule that like in your mind you're just like ooh, that sounds bad but you can't actually explain why it is bad much like i apparently can't explain myself in this situation Mm -hmm. um and i can't say distilled yeah, and so it's just a weird. I, I can't. In, I can't wrap my head around like, what do you think is going to happen that you're trying to legislate out here? Uh, but I mean, it's not AC related. It's Meadowlands related. I think it probably <laughs> doesn't, helps doesn't AC, right? Like if you're, you know, in Brick or somewhere, and you're like, oh, I could go up to Monmouth to bet on sports, or I could go slightly further to Atlantic City. Uh, I mean, not to Monmouth to Meadowlands. Or I could go slightly further to Atlantic City and go. S- sit there and watch a game at, at Borgata or whatever, probably more likely to go to Borgata uh, yeah. on a Sunday. So that's cool. Especially when you can't bet on the entire NFL for some reason. Yeah. I mean, I, like, do they not want the fans who are like headed to the game to bet on it? Like why? Who cares? Take bets in the stadium for all I care. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Anyways. Um, the last thing is, sort of seemingly related to to sports betting is like very shortly after this the all the stuff was announced like paspa being um overturned by the supreme court mgm it was announced is buying empire city casino which i just drove by today in yonkers new york uh do we care about that at all i mean new york doesn't have sports betting yet but presumably well, it will new york doesn't even have real casinos right aren't they pool tab there or do they actually bingo related casinos right Um, it's all pool tab stuff the assumption is that eventually they will get they will have actual casinos and they will be able to put actual yeah and and slots and stuff in there and empire city is like a race you know also i think so it's it's Mm -hmm. out of track uh which i think is true of i mean resorts world is definitely out of track but uh yeah i don't know I, i this i i don't this doesn't affect me at all. Like I'm never going to go to Empire City, mm-hmm. but I guess I guess in, if the argument is that you know it's more sports gambling, presumably in the long term, very close to the largest metropolitan area, right? On these, I mean, so, so my question for you is, how easy is it to get to Yonkers? I mean, I know it's close to the city or a suburb or whatever, but um, I mean, you can do it. I think it's public transit accessible. Uh, it's not. Mm-hmm. A, it's not a particularly hard drive, uh, but I just. I don't know. I just wouldn't do it. Like it's. I mean, the traffic to get out there is insane. So if you're going at any time when anyone else um, is on the road, it's just awful. So I. I that would be horrible. Um, I've heard it's like not the nicest place to go, like safety wise. But you know, that certainly doesn't stop us from going to Atlantic City. Uh, but. And I, you know, people, uh, the casino itself, I think, is old and 
not the nicest and not very big. So, hmm. I mean, I would think Resorts World for most people, you know, Resorts World is actually in the city. It's in Queens, but it's, you know, on the subway. So I would mm-hmm. think that's easier for most people. Yeah, you could. Yeah, if you can ride the subway there, that does seem better. Than I mean, really, em- take a bus or something. Empire Empire City, I think, is is easier for people who are in like the Westchester suburbs, which is you know insanely population dense. But uh, the, I expect New York City people will go to Resorts World, and people to the north will go to Empire City. All right, so I guess so. So, what do we know about all the casinos? So, Borgata is open now. CET, they announced that they're opening in August. What? I think. Why? Why are they waiting so long? I guess NFL I've, season. They don't have I books. Don't they don't have a place to do it. <laughs> right. They don't. They don't have books. Basically, yeah. they were not as prepared as as Borgata was. Uh, what do we know about the other casinos? Well, we know Ocean has said that they're going to have a William Hill book on the twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. They said opening day they're going to have William Hill. So, uh, well, they said when they open, they will have William Hill, which we assume to mean that they will have William Hill on opening day. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I don't, have we heard, I don't think we've heard anything about like actual golden nuggets plans or hard rock sportsbook plans or anything. Uh, I haven't heard anything about them either. And, or, or even, so we know resorts is partnering with, with DraftKings. Do we know when they're going to open? No, we haven't. Presumably for the NFL season would be my guess. Yeah. I think the summer is kind of a dead time for, for betting. Yeah, I think everybody who doesn't have a book is going to be pushing very, very hard to get a book up and running for like late August um, mm-hmm. for college football and NFL. Yep. So, I mean, we'll we'll keep everybody updated as those openings get announced. Mm-hmm. Have you have you changed your tune? Are you super excited about going and placing some bets on the twenty eighth? And you know, no, doing weird prop bets. I mean, I'll I'll make a bet, but so what what. Is if you have to make a futures bet right now, what are you betting on? You know, future NFL champion, NHL, NBA, NASCAR. The Orioles losing over one hundred and thirty oh games God. this year. They're atrocious. They're nineteen and fifty, and they have to be selling soon. You would think, but I've said that for the last two months and it hasn't happened yet. So God only knows. Yeah, I have, I have no idea what's going on there, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, prob- I don't know. Prob- for me, probably if I'm making a futures bet, it's probably about the Ravens. Mm. So I, and, I have a- and to be clear, any bet that I'm making is going to be 100% with my heart and 0% with my head. So, oh, so so my I'm bet- not actually going to be like trying to be a sharp and like playing the odds for my twenty dollar bet single bet that I'm making. Yeah, you're betting on the Ravens to win the World Series. I mean, the yeah. <laughs> yes, to win the World Series. You know, the Ravens. There is a. Some like probably available at Peanut World, some like banner thing that was like Ravens two time Stanley Cup champions. <laughs> and it showed like two Stanley Cups next to the big Ravens logo and it was like the years that the Ravens won the Super Bowl. It's kinda of funny. Anyways. Uh, How could you know that was there? Um the Ravens are not gonna win the Super Bowl this year, Kyle. I hate to disappoint no. you. No, but, they're not. Uh I would seriously consider betting on the Nationals to win the World Series, even though I don't really want that to happen. That's terrible. And even okay. though, and and even though I totally don't believe, like, ooh, the Capitals ended the DC sports curse. There just seems to be something like Cleveland. You know, the Cavs finally broke through and won, and then the Indians went to the World Series. So maybe I wouldn't bet on them to win the World Series, but I bet on them to get there. And then they'll lose in the first round, like they always do. 
They have literally never won a playoff series. Good talk. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably the bet I'd make, just because it's an easy bet to make that involves not much thinking and general, sort of the general bullshitty, do-for-a-win type superstition that leads one to make those bets. The real bet I would make is the Orioles under, whatever the line is. It doesn't matter. Like the Orioles, whatever their win total is, I will bet the under. I I see. I, I don't know what the under currently would be. Because, like, you know, they basically have to go 500 to lose 95 games. Right? So, like, the under should really be, like, 60, 60 wins, basically, right? And that's hard to do. Like, you don't think that at some point they're just, like, going to randomly trade everybody and, like, all the quadruple A guys are going to go on a run and win, like, no. six of eight or something, and all of a sudden, like, you win, you don't lose 100 games? You don't think that's going to happen? I I think the Orioles are going to lose 100 games. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely think that it's trending toward that. I mean... They're awful. Oh, God. <laughs> going to be worse than the 88 team when all is said and done. Yeah, but just without starting 0-21. Yes, that team started 0-21, if anyone yes. does not know what we're talking about, about the 1988 team. Uh, so, won the division in 89. So the, That was the old two divisions. The bet you should really make, if my Vegas gambling history is an indicator, is that I will forget to make any sports bets. And I'll go and be like, ooh, I'm totally going to bet on this and this and this. And I'll just, like, forget entirely. Uh, although the reason that happens in Vegas and the reason that betting in Atlantic City is better than betting in Vegas on sports is that the sporting events start at 7 p.m. In the East, on the East Coast. And when you go to the West Coast, you're like, ooh, 7 p.m., time to go play some bets. And all the games are over. So I, I think um... – I think we should just talk a little bit about the numbers that came out and then wrap this up, unless you have complaints. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about May's awesome yeah, revenue. They were they were horrible. Uh, I have to say that the the story the story of 2018 so far. I mean, the story is probably going to be the hard rock in the ocean when all is said and done. But it has been a, just an abominable year this year, and. Uh, May certainly did not change anything. It made it look like April was the bit of an abomination. It looked like compared to the first quarter. Uh, uh, so the casinos were down a little over 7% compared to last year in May. Uh, specific losers were Caesars again, which is just imploding as we're speaking, looking at the revenue numbers. Uh, Bally's, which also has been imploding all year. Uh, so, and Borgata, which has also not had a very good year. Uh, yeah, the I only mean, three people made that were $61 million. So it's, you know, it's a lot of money. Right. But they made $68 million last year. So but they made 61 uh, the year before. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, so, I think that, I think 2017 uh, was just a monster year for Borgata and they're kind of, well, the, the first back half to, of 2017 was and the narrative that we've been spending at, or at least that I've been spending is that when MGM came in, people kind of were not nearly as energetic about Borgata as they used to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much this, this goes with what's happened the rest of the year, but the, the guys who are down in May are Borgata and the CET companies. And mm -hmm. then, you know, Tropicana is up 12%. I don't know, month over month. Tropicana is up 
what, 7% um, resorts is, you know, up 1.19, basically even. Gold Nuggets up 5, 5.6%. Uh, but to me, I, the thing I keep wondering is, like, are, are people who have typically gone to Caesars, Bally's, Harrah's, are they just fatigued by those casinos? Like, are like not enough's changed. They haven't done enough on the rooms. They haven't done enough on the restaurants and everything. So, like, I'm going to make less trips because I've done everything there is to do at Caesars a hundred times. Uh, uh, well, I, I don't think you should put Harris in the same category. Harris is actually doing kind of relatively okay this year. Yeah. Uh, Bally's and Caesars have been a disaster, though. Uh, they've been so bad. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's that's just sort of like the connection I make in my head based on what I know of those properties. And then it's easy to sort of put that together with the numbers. I don't know how much, you know, Tropicana in February, you know, they've pumped as much money into renovations as, any, as anybody. They were down 7.6% in February. They were right. down 2.6% in, in April. Uh, sorry, 7.6% in March. Um, so, you know, they were down like every month before May. So, right. you know, it, it I mean, probably doesn't totally work out. It's like the narrative I'm putting into May for myself because that's what I, I think. But... I mean, we need to start seeing some some upticks because big things are happening in June, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's certainly been been a really bad year for Atlantic City, or at least for everyone except for let's say Tropicana Golden Nugget in Atlantic City. I think. Yeah. Um, so, in Q1, Golden Nugget was the only casino that did better in 2018 than in 2017, and right now in Q2, it looks like Golden Nugget Resorts and Trop are kind of beating the bogey, and all the other casinos are not. Yeah, and I don't think there's any real realistic chance that the other four end up turning around enough in June to be able to do it. Yeah, I can't imagine. Um, I mean, so obviously, Hard Rock and, and Ocean will only be open for three days in June. Right, <laughs> it's not gonna, not going to be enough to move the needle, and probably won't be enough to take significantly away from other casinos. Although, who knows? I mean, you take a weekend away from from a bunch of other casinos like yeah, drive yeah, a bunch it's, a of fr- it's a friday and a saturday yeah yeah so we'll see what june brings i mean june is also you know it's been hot so people presumably going to the beach and and heading to atlantic city everybody's blamed the weather for the first few months of the <laughs> everyone has blamed the weather does not really hold true in april and may so i don't know <laughs> you know those months weren't good either but uh yeah uh you know we talked about wanting to see big gains in 2018 as a whole, and we just haven't seen them at all. And if yes. it's going to happen, we need to start seeing them right now. Uh, it's, I mean, I will say April and May were better than Q1, but yeah. it, it as a whole has been an abominable year, especially for Caesars and Valleys. Yeah. So I, you know, like I said last episode or a couple episodes ago, I, I looked at all of the actual income statements for last year and all the casinos looked reasonably healthy to me, but I can't imagine that Caesars, especially given that they own three casinos in the city, and so closing one down doesn't take them out of the city. It just moves a lot of that play to the other two. I, I can't imagine Valley's long for the world if it continues like this. Yeah, unless Hard Rock is really just this thing that... Yes, just adds a ton of people to the Atlantic city pie for right. everyone else. It just makes like 
in a midweek town all of a sudden and people are there seven days a week and you know i doubt it but yeah it seems very it's been, it's, been, it's been a bad year much to the surprise of me coming into the year oh yeah yeah i was totally bullish on i mean last year was generally you know an uptick for everybody and to see it turn around so quickly with seemingly not much of a reason is pretty surprising and disappointing yep well, I don't think there's much else to say other than I'm very disappointed with how the year has gone so far, and I look forward to seeing next month's results and probably even more so July's results. Yeah, I mean, just to see what what Hard Rock and Ocean really mean. If you buy my narrative that it's casino fatigue, you know that having seven casinos is too few, which I know, like you know, most of the analysts say. It's basically right-sized at seven or eight casinos, and to add more is going to suffocate somebody out. If it's casino fatigue, adding more casinos should help everybody, unless you've lost those people forever. But uh, hopefully, you know, it encourages some people who were maybe not making the trip as often to make more trips uh, this summer, and and we'll see some uptick numbers. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the trend does not look good. (laughs) No. And I have to say, the thing in July, the thing that really scares me, Fourth that of I July hope on a doesn't... Wednesday? Huh? Fourth of July on a Wednesday? That doesn't help anybody. Oh, that that certainly doesn't help anything. But the the thing that I'm going to be looking for and the thing that I'm scared of is I really don't want to see Ocean put up like a $20 million month their first month out. I think that would be a poor harbinger for things to come for them if that happens. I think you're going to be... <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, because twenty million dollars right now would be would beat three other casinos. Well, I guess not in the summer. That's I, I think that if Ocean's goal is not to be able to beat Gold Nugget Resorts and Valleys, I I don't know what, why they opened. July seventeenth, twenty seventeen. Everyone had over twenty million dollars. Yes. So the lowest grossing casino was Golden Nugget with twenty million eight hundred thousand. Yeah. So and they, in, yeah, they've got it. And in twenty sixteen. Everyone except resorts, if you don't count the Taj, which obviously was in its death spiral then, had over $20 million as yeah. well. So Interesting. Yeah, that'll be something interesting to see. Uh, so from from downer numbers, what about Hard Rock? What do you think they could do in July? Borgata did no, $76 no million dollars in July of 2017. Uh, I think... I mean, I think anything under... Like, if it was under 50, I think I'd be disappointed. Under 50? Yeah. 50 would have beaten the second highest by I think they, $15 million. I think they want to be the second highest. I think they will be the second highest. Like, 50 is a huge number. You think it's going to be more like 40? I think it'll be in the 40s. Yeah. We'll see. But I, but I, th- I mean, in the 40s, I think is great. For early on. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. Uh, I'm very, I have to say, I'm very, like, I think Hard Rock's going to do really well. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm bullish on it. I think it I think it could, I haven't even seen it yet. It's a ridiculous thing to say, but I think it could one day be the highest grossing casino in Atlantic City. Hey, I said last episode, I think that they could have a month, they could somehow have a month where they beat Borgata before the end of 2018. Yeah. I wouldn't bet well, on it. If that was offered at the sports book, I wouldn't put money. If it was even money, you would say you would prefer to be the Borgata side of that bet. Yeah, but it wouldn't take much much weight. I don't know. To, to Borgata get has not had a great year. 
Yeah, I mean, they're still kicking everyone else's ass. But. I mean, everyone has had a bad year. Yeah. So we're wrapping this thing up and going... Yeah, let's get out of here. I dominated you in the over and under, by the way. So Damn it. Over and under. Damn my long-windedness. So if you want to join our Facebook group, you can do so at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find our content at do for a win.com. Find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and not YouTube. Uh, reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or send him questions at do for a win at gmail.com. So I think that I was going to push to definitely come out with another podcast before Atlantic City trip, but then you just reminded me before the episode that you are on vacation until yes. after Atlantic City Correct. trip, basically. Yes. Starting I next leave week. Thursday. And then I am not back in my apartment until Saturday after we are back from Atlantic City. Yes. Yeah. So that is a bummer. I was going to push. I know we we have been horrible with getting podcasts out, and that's something I want to fix. But life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, I mean, we're starting to get earlier with our son's sleep time, and, and hopefully, yeah. you know, that's, that will really help. And also, like you said, not having hockey games every other night. But yes, that that didn't help either. And like, just I think generally, I mean, you've had some life stuff too, but your schedule has just been. Yeah, insane. yeah. I mean, yeah, we pushed back this episode for the worst right. reasons, but um, I think I think that's it. So I just want to thank you guys. Hopefully, we will be seeing a bunch of you on the twenty eighth. I know a couple people at least are coming for the grand openings and. Uh, we will look forward to talking to you guys and letting you know how it went after we get back from Atlantic City. Yeah, so if you so, can't if you can't make six PM at Ocean on the twenty eighth, uh, follow our Twitter. We'll probably be popping around the afternoon of the twenty eighth between Ocean and Hard Rock, and then certainly we'll be out late. Uh, especially since it's a one night trip, I expect we'll be up and gambling late into the night. So yes, uh, you know I'll try to post on Twitter where we are, and if anybody you know, sees us at a craps or tiles or pie gal poker table, certainly come say hi, play a few hands with us. Uh, we'll buy you a well drink. <laughs> you don't, I will to. buy nobody a well drink. You don't, Craig, who's buying you a well drink. You don't, you don't have to buy the well drinks guy. <laughs> the tables. I, I buy no one anything. You get a beer at wherever the meetup is. Yeah, you know, you get a beer at the tables, which you can just say, Hey, waitress, give me a beer. I will say so you, you know you're going to pay the tip. I will. I'll, I'll pay the tip. How's that? Mm. I will pay the tip. I'll, I'll give, I'll put a dollar on the cocktail waitresses, whatever tray for you. One dollar <laughs> chip. So generous. You are a generous. Did man. we ever confirm that Dave and Andy are buying the wings? Uh, I, they haven't denied that they're doing that. <laughs> so I think we're yeah. good. It was opt out. So they did not. Yeah, opt out. It was, it was <laughs> not opt in. It was opt out. <laughs> all right well thank you guys very much for for listening to us and and hopefully in the future we'll get more podcasts out yeah so someday thank you and we'll talk to you soon time to check my tr comps hint they're bad tr does hate you Probably especially much because you're faux diamond. Yes, you're diamond. Yeah. Using all the benefits and not playing. <laughs>